Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to Rewind Cinema, the podcast where we go back in time and randomly select a movie to give our uneducated opinions about. I'm your co-host for this episode, Gabe Whitehurst. My other host is across from me again. His name is Matt Morris. He's there, looking at something, being quiet. <laughs> His name is Gojira. Gojira, morons. It's Gojira, you morons. It's Gojira, you morons. <laughs> that, that was my favorite line in the whole movie. Well, we're talking about Gojira because today we're reviewing a movie <laughs> <laughs> that is. <laughs> Uh, at, when was this released? <laughs> uh, May of 1998. Okay, this is May. Sorry. So yeah, Gojira is apparently the real name of this ancient mythical monster that we like to call Godzilla. Nick, are you there? Nick, O'Neill, O'Neill, Nice trick with the cab ID. Where the hell are you? Uh, you have to help us. We're in the um. We're we're in the uh, Park um, Avenue Tunnel. Park, Park Avenue Tunnel. <laughs> Whoa. He's got us trapped in here. Okay, Nick, listen to me. You guys have got to lure him out into the open so we can get a clear shot at him. Over. Uh, no problem there. You want us to wash him up for you, too? Where's the nearest suspension bridge? Uh, uh, Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn. Let's go. And how would you like us to do that? This thing have high beams? He's headed toward the Brooklyn Bridge. Target is heading toward the Brooklyn Bridge, sir. Direct the F-18s to the Brooklyn Bridge. He's not following us! Really? Gojira. Gojira. <laughs> Gojira. Sounds like we're at a at a pep rally was, for someone named Jira. Was that line like an homage to the way they said it in the original movies? Or I think so. I mean I think that's the real name of the monster. Yeah. And... I'd I never know what they're making fun of in this movie and what is like <laughs> <laughs> them paying homage to something. And also like why does that one white girl know that it's oh it's gojira because she steals the tape and she sees the asian guy whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. calm Sorry. down i'm just you're saying give, you're starting you're giving away everything who is she to be a, a godzilla <laughs> expert you know she is an is an important part of the movie <laughs> she is all right so, yeah we're yeah. here reviewing godzilla we are here listening pleasure we're here reviewing godzilla uh before we start talking about the movie you may have noticed that um, there have been some funny things happening with release of episodes. 
um this this empire episode empire rec empire records yeah. episode i'm off, i'm starting great hold on, here hold on. ready in three two one go the empire records episode we released this last week was supposed to come out on monday um but it um did not it came out around thursday or friday we are switching podcast hosts um i don't we're switching to pinecast i don't know if we really want to say who we're switching from but pinecast is this kind of startupy new um podcast hosts i really like the guy that runs it um i've been having a really good experience he's really good to work with so if, if you're thinking about starting a podcast we do have a referral link in the information of this episode in the show notes so you know, feel free to go with them. It's super cheap. It's five dollars a month, and you can upload to a sixty-four megabyte episode. So it's pretty great. And another thing that kind of wraps into that is we're losing um, some data that we normally got because they have a pro plan. It's kind of expensive, and you do get this kind of stuff. But I didn't really feel like paying for that right now. Um, so I just want to mention the different countries we're getting downloads from because we're Ooh. losing the ability to see that. Oh, okay. So. We have gotten downloads from 17 different countries, not including the U.S. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we've gotten downloads from Canada, hey. Japan, mm-hmm. the U.K. Okay. How about you give me like a short little... Uh... Nope. No, nope. I stopped <laughs> when you said Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Germany, Australia. Good eye. Greece. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> the Philippines. Nope. Spain. Ooh. Thailand, mm-hmm. India, yes, Taiwan, hello, Argentina, hey, Argentinians, the Netherlands, mm, Danka Shane, no, Danka is German, is it? I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, uh, China, China, Brazil, <laughs> <laughs> Brazil, the Virgin Islands, which is I guess technically part of the U.S., but whatever, and then Romania. Wow, pretty cool. Those Pretty have cool. to all be mistakes. Somehow. <laughs> False positives. They accidentally <laughs> clicked on a link and they're like, crap. And they had to go back and Yeah. And of up. course we, we love everyone in the United States here that listens. Yes, of course. We we have big listenership in Texas, New York, and California, and all those make sense. So everyone else in between, I think we've gotten a download from every state. So sweet. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate your listenership. Tell your friends about us. We would really appreciate it. Yeah. It That's feel- all I really wanted to say though. It feels good to be loved. Feels good to be a gangsta. Dang, it feels good to be a gangsta. <laughs> so Matt and I are um, reviewing Godzilla today as we sip a beer that we have from Oma Gang Brewery. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to give a shout out to the guy who gave me this beer. Mm-hmm. He works at Oma Gang. His name is Andreas Hendrinos. So hey, Andreas, thank you for the delicious beer. I don't watch Game of Thrones, but this is the new. <laughs> Uh, 2017 Game of Thrones beer called Bend the Knee. Mm. It's in a cool, frosted, black bomber. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's pretty good. Between you not watching Game of Thrones and me not watching Breaking Bad, <laughs> I we, know. we are upsetting <laughs> I don't know a how, lot of people. <laughs> I don't know how anyone listens to us <laughs> yeah. or respects us. Um, I also want to mention we are not sponsored by either <laughs> people No, we're that not. We I'm just saying so. thank you. He just, yeah. a man who, I was at a party, he was able to to bring a few cases and... Uh, yeah, it's very good. So, thank you, sir. This Thanks, is delicious. Andreas. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. So, as we said before, this is Godzilla, released in May of 1998. It had a 130 million dollar budget, and it made about 136 million dollars when it was in theaters, 
and adjusted for inflation, that's $270 million, which is mm. a very good showing by today's standards. So this was a huge movie in 1998. Yeah, I remember it being pretty big. Yeah, I, I don't remember seeing ads for it or anything, but I do remember, I think, watching it on like VHS or something. <laughs> Maybe like the next year or something. Okay. Um, yeah, I was too young to go to the movies at that point. I think Gojira. I saw this in the theaters. Oh, really? Nice. I don't remember. You would have been 11? 12? 12. 12? Yeah. I think I saw it in theaters. That's, that's a good age for this movie. Definitely. That's, that's pretty much who this was catered I, for. I thought it was awesome when yeah. I was a kid. <laughs> My uh, opinions have changed since, <laughs> but I liked it a lot back then. Yeah, yeah. It's hard not to be amazed with some of the stuff that they did, but uh, yeah. yeah. So some stars, Matthew Broderick, sweet Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about the, him later, the worm, I'm sure. The worm expert. Yeah. Uh, John, I think it's Jean Renault. But, yes. Um, he is a French actor. Leon the Professional is yeah. probably his biggest claim to fame, which is a great movie. Is, is that the one with Natalie, Natalie Portman? Yeah, little yeah. baby Natalie Portman. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. It's a great movie. Uh, Hank Azaria, he's famous for uh, Simpsons, mainly. Yeah. He has a lot of voices for The Simpsons. And he's in like just a lot of great... Yeah. He's just a lot of great character parts. Good comedic actor. Yeah. And then Harry Shearer, who is also uh, famous for Simpsons. Yeah, he does quite a few voices in the Simpsons uh, as well. Also, uh, Bart Simpson, the woman who is in this film for like five, oh, five seconds. Is yeah. she? Yeah. Oh, who is she? She's a receptionist at the news station. Oh, okay. And she's sitting there, and Godzilla walks by the window, and the yeah. guy's on the phone, and she's like, "Sir, I think your story just walked by." <laughs> and that, that's Bart. Simpson. As if anyone in that moment would be calm enough <laughs> to say a line like that. I know, I know. <laughs> and he looks, and of course, it's gone, and he's like, "What? What are you talking about?" Yeah. Uh, the tagline for this movie is "Size does matter." Size does matter. <laughs> you have more of like a um, villain approach to it than like a movie phone voice. Well, this is Godzilla. I mean, yeah. what else are you gonna do? Is he a villain? I don't know. He's just doing whatever his lizard brain was telling him <laughs> to do. So. <laughs> yeah, he's just doing whatever his primeval, prehistoric lizard yeah. brain. Lizard brain is communicating. Um. Yeah, and then some. Uh, I only have really one fact that I thought was. I guess there's two. Maybe you'll mention the other one. But uh, Roland Emmerich, or Emmerich. Emmerich, I think. Yeah. Uh, admitted that he did not like the original Godzilla movies, so he's mm. the director of this film. He only agreed to do the project after being promised to be able to do whatever he wanted with the series, <laughs> which I think is. <laughs> and he. Uh, did. I think is very apparent in this movie that somebody who is not passionate about Godzilla made this movie. Yeah, he's. Roland's not good. Old Roland isn't known for a lot. His best movie has got to be Independence Day. That that's yeah. a good movie. And that came out right before this, right? Wasn't it like ninety seven? Yeah, I think it was. It was definitely nineties. But he uh, he's known for these big budget movies. The Day After Tomorrow, which is a terrible movie, is <laughs> Roland Emmerich. Yeah. Um. But I I read that they gave him. Uh, I guess the the people who own Godzilla, this this IP, gave mm-hmm. him sort of a list of rules of things he couldn't do. Hmm. Interesting. And he had to agree to that. And so I don't know if he followed that or not. Godzilla definitely dies at the end, uh, FYI. Yeah. And I remember reading one of the rules was that he can't be, he, you can't kill him. So I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe. Well, his spawn lives on. His spawn on, lives right? on. Yes. So. Right. So maybe that's how they got around it. I don't know. Yeah. So I know there were some rules, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll save my thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess another just kind of funny piece of trivia was the number one rated piece of trivia on imdb was that uh they had to wear like uh tight body suits oh yeah most of the time it rains a lot in this movie yeah it rains a lot they're in a lot of water uh so matthew broderick was like mad because he was the only person in the cast that had a suit that zipped up backwards 
Yeah. And so one day he mentioned that to Hank Azaria, and Hank Azaria was like, dude, you're just putting it on backwards. Like, they all zip. He's like, your zip's in the front? And he's like, they all zip in the front, Yeah, Matt. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. So that sucks for him. That's very much what I think of Matthew Broderick, too. Like, kind of spacey, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know? <laughs> I agree. Uh, some scores. It's got a 32 on Metascore, which might be too high. Uh, <laughs> 5.3 on IMDb. 1.5 stars from Ebert. And a 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think the Metascore might be too high, but everything else is kind of eh, where it needs to be, I guess. Yeah, it's not the most critically acclaimed film that's ever been made. No, no. I mean... It's up there, but mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's, it's it's definitely top ten of all time. I <laughs> definitely, think. I think it was on that list. It's probably ten. Though. AFI's top yeah. <laughs> one hundred. I think it was in the top ten. So I'm sure this is in the top ten for someone, and we're going to upset somebody when we talk about this movie. Probably. Did you have anything else to add? Uh, no, not really. I I'm I mean I'll, I'll cruise IMDb as we talk, but yeah. no. Okay, let's just let's do it. Great, let's jump in. So the opening is in the ocean. There's like an Asian Asian fishing vessel that was kind of hard to say asian, asian fishing, fishing vessel, vessel. <laughs> that's a good warm-up asian yeah. fishing it vessel is. uh is in the ocean doing its thing just kind of cruising in the night and then godzilla destroys the ship that's it yeah i yeah. thought that actually looked kind of good though it did i think a lot of the ocean scenes look pretty convincing in this movie yes yes um but once you get on land, it kind of falls apart. Yeah. But I, I have, here's my first note. You want yeah. to see it? Okay. Yeah. This movie might be, well, okay. That's, that's about how the quality of the movie is. Mm-hmm. This movie might be blank, good or bad, but it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And that, and that was, I, I have a lot to say <laughs> on that. Cause the first 45 minutes of the movie do look really good. And then you're right. I think yeah. it kind of falls apart, but yeah, this I'm, looks good. When he attacks this giant ship, but his claws come through the hull of the ship. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And all these, I mean, pretty much everyone dies except for one person. Yes. Uh, in the next scene, Matthew Broderick, who is Dr. Nico Tatopoulos. 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 Uh, what, are you doing the bit now from Godzilla where they don't get his name right? <laughs> no, because I didn't think it was that funny. I just it genuinely, wasn't funny. I just genuinely mispronounced his name. Well, what is it? Tatopoulos? Tatopoulos. Tatopoulos. <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe it makes more sense now. It's hard to say. Anyway. Yeah, we'll, we'll explain this stupid running gag they have throughout the whole movie. It's yeah. very annoying. So he's reassigned from his work in Russia. He's like a scientist, a biologist that's been studying earthworms and in general radiation. So whatever waste humans emit, like the radiation gets into the soil and affects the ecosystem. Yeah. Well, he's been studying them at Chernobyl. Yeah, so, Chernobyl specifically. Yeah. yeah. Fallout and the worms are bigger. So he knows all about radioactive worms. Dude, we cannot get away from worms in 1998. Dude, we should play worms again. Phantoms? That's a good game. The, the game, are you talking about um, where you had to like shoot the guns? Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, worms is great. Yeah, was it just called worms? Yeah. Oh. And then there were different worm games, like worms battle Armageddon <laughs> or worms. I don't know. I don't know what they're called, but whatever. All right. Sorry, you were on a thought there. Worms <laughs> from uh, Phantoms, the evil demon worms. Worms from Phantoms, the evil demon worms, and then worms in Gojira. Um, so one man survived and French doctors found him. So the ship, I think, was close to, was it fr- uh, French? French Polynesia. Polynesia. Yeah. yeah. So French doctors found him. Um, so they're kind of keeping him. And this is where you get the, the scene where, um, for some reason, the guy lights a lighter in his face <laughs> yeah. and is like, tell me your secrets, old man. And yeah. the, the guy's like, Kojira. Like he, he, won't, Kojira. He, he won't say anything. And then this doctor comes in and lights a, a lighter. Yeah, and, and moves the flame. Maybe that's a 
Maybe that's a reference to an old Godzilla Maybe, movie. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not well versed in Godzilla history. No. And then this old man sees the flame and follows it with his eyes and says, Gojira. Gojira. Multiple times. Gojira. He says it like five times. It's yes. kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. And then I just want to say <laughs> they reuse that shot yeah. <laughs> as like footage when they show it to Matthew Broderick. They reuse it twice in the movie. <laughs> Why do they? Why didn't they take some like you know handy cam footage of that man and show Matthew Broderick? They use the the shot from the film on, yeah. a, on a tape and then play it for Matthew Broderick. Yeah, it really takes you out. Cause it's you're a like, movie within a movie. Yeah, because you're like, how did they get that footage? <laughs> <laughs> that was just supposed to be us seeing. Yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> right. So you're going, wait, this is a really bad mistake. Yeah, I don't think it was a or mistake. It's lazy. I yeah, guess. lazy. It's lazy. That's yeah. what it is. Um, and so because of Chernobyl, the worms are 17% bigger. This is just hinting at what's going to happen or what yes. where Godzilla came from. Um, so Nico is getting briefed by the American government. And this is where I wrote, why do they have footage of the guy saying Godzilla? <laughs> right, <laughs> this, right. This is really weird. Um, uh, then there's a like a really lame intro for the love interest, Audrey. Who won a Razzie and is totally deserved because oh she gosh. is not very good in this movie. She is not good. Um, but she's a reporter, a journalist, or wants to be um, at a local um, news organization. She wants to advance her career, but her boss, who is um, who, who is Harry Shearer, yeah. uh, just wants to sleep with her. Yeah, he's like, a advance. sexist, yeah. misogynist news pig guy. Yeah, news pig. <laughs> and uh, and so th- I mean that's really all we get about her at this point. Yeah, yeah. That she's gonna somehow eventually be involved in this movie. Right. Great. Um. So Nico inspects the ship. So the 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 army men that he's with. The... Wait. Are, why are you calling him Nico? I mean, I know that's his his Grecian name or whatever, but isn't it just Nick? I don't know. This is the, this was the name in IMDb. I guess they do call him Nick. Yeah, everyone calls him Nick. Yeah. <laughs> so so his name is Nico, but everyone calls right. him Nick, which isn't confusing. I mean, Tisopolis is like super Greek. So. Yeah. All right. I will Nico. henceforth call him Nick. <laughs> it's just, you know. <laughs> yeah. I just wrote Nico because that was his name. Sorry. His, Nick. Just call him Nick because Nico is distracting me. It's too Greek. <laughs> I can't get over it. Well, he's Greek. <laughs> Why am I going to deny his heritage? Nico! <laughs> That's Italian. <laughs> oh, sorry. I apologize <laughs> right. to the Italian people. So Nick is taken by the army to inspect the ship. Um, and this is also establishing the bad guys who are who we think are the bad guys in the beginning. There are no real bad guys. It's just kind of Godzilla. Yeah. Um, but they come in and they've kind of infiltrated as like news reporters, I guess. But they're... It's Jean Renault. Um, his name is Philippe Ro- Roche. Roche. Philippe Roche. Philippe Roche. Um, so it's also just introducing them at this point that there's something sinister happening with the French guys, maybe, Ooh. quote unquote. Yeah, this is, I, I wrote, who are these, who the hell are these Frenchmen? <laughs> Why are they mysterious? Why did they bug the mayor? They yeah. put like a bug on his collar. Yeah, yeah, they did put a bug on his collar. Oh, that was later, I that think. That was later, was, sorry, right? but yeah. I just, I wrote that in my notes. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, just trying to like, I guess, add some mystery. Yeah, they but don't reveal who they are till like the last hour of the it, movie. <laughs> maybe not even then. It's like yeah. the last thirty minutes. Maybe it's a strange choice. But. Oh my gosh, uh, there are a lot of strange choices in this movie. Yeah. So after that, three more fishing ships get taken down in the ocean. Pretty cool scene. Very cool. Um, 
I'm glad you said that because I had a note about it. I thought it looked really, really good. Yeah, it was very, it was very convincing. Um, just three American ships, it, like off the east coast of America, just doing some fishing, and then their like lines get caught, and so they think that it's just caught on something, but they start getting pulled, so they want to cut it, and they can't cut it in time, and yeah. so Gojira pulls them all three down into the ocean, and they're all kind of swimming around. And... Yeah, I mean, it didn't look like models. I I don't know what it was. I don't think it was CGI because the CGI um, in this movie is pretty bad. But No, it, I bet it was just done in the tank and they were all attached on like a wire that yeah, pulled them. It was really cool. Yeah, I think it was real. If not, it looks convincing mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, so Nick at this point just starts telling other people that it's the radiation that's that's causing this. Like he has a he has a calm realization that's like, okay, yeah, for sure there's gonna be this giant lizard walking around, but I'm so smart. And so I want to tell you guys exactly what's happening. <laughs> this is a giant lizard that's going to come ashore and kill everyone. Right. Matthew Broderick just has all the answers. But yeah, I mean, he's the worm guy. He's the worm guy. Nobody really takes him seriously, though, I guess, at this point. Um, at this point, we also find out that Audrey is uh, Nick's college sweetie, mm, as yes. she quote-unquote says. She yes. sees him on the news. He's my college sweetie. Yeah, she tells her friends, Hank Azaria and another woman, I don't yeah. remember her name. His, but, his wife in the movie. Yeah, and so she's like staring at the TV, and they're like, who's, who's that? She my goes, she's like, sweetie. oh, he's so handsome on, on TV. <laughs> yeah, and then you can tell in her eyes that she just immediately falls in love again. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. that easy. Mm, it's so deep. <laughs> yeah. You're right, it's, it's just magic. Yes, yes, and obviously I care a lot about Audrey at this point, so I really want to see where yeah. her arc is going. Yeah, can't wait. <laughs> um, and so this is about 30 minutes in, maybe 45, and Godzilla already comes ashore. Yeah. Okay. I did, I, I did like that he was, pretty, he was there pretty fast. Yeah. I do want to talk about this scene because you text me and said that you liked the way this scene looked. And I, I said, did. I, I said, I said, wait for this to talk about it on the podcast because I could not feel more the opposite well, okay, of the way well, that you feel. Okay, so tell, tell us what the scene is. So Godzilla comes ashore and there's like an old man that goes out on a dock and he's walking and it's raining outside and he goes there every day to fish, never catches anything. So these two guys are haggling him yeah. on, on the dock. And he sits down, he says, this is going to be my day. And he sits yeah. down and he it's throws... It's rainy and everything. Yeah, he throws his line out and then he gets a tug like immediately. And uh, of course, we know it's Godzilla, but he doesn't at that point. And so he tries to pull and tries to pull, but it keeps pulling back and eventually he just lets go. And and then the the fishing pole goes in the ocean. And then all of a sudden you see these like his ears, I think. Godzilla's ears are like his horns. You kind of see him dip out of the ocean a little bit and you see like a tidal wave come yeah. in. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, and the old man's like, oh, well, that's not a fish. And then he turns around and starts running away. <laughs> I don't away. think he says that, but... <laughs> no, but that would have been a good line. <laughs> that's uh, not a fish. That's not a fish. Uh, he, he turns around and he starts running away. Now, first of all, this old man is able to outrun Godzilla on a dock. Uh, okay, yeah. Second of yeah. all, it is so clearly a green screen. You can see his feet not hitting the ground. It's like he's walking in midair. It's like really? he's floating on the air. I, I implore you, go back and watch this scene. It looks like he's floating. I need to. Okay, so and here's the only explanation I have for my my enjoyment of this scene. I, I did text Matt immediately and I was like, dang, dude, this movie looks pretty good. <laughs> I was like, 98, the, the CGI is pretty good. Yeah. 
So it is really cool. When Godzilla approaches, it's like an orca. Like uh, the, when the way... I don't know if you've ever seen videos of like an orca trying to knock a seal off Dude, of a block of ice. Dude, I watch so many orca videos. <laughs> Thank you okay. for bringing this up. Whatever, but I'm just saying, it, <laughs> the, he's moving through... They do this in the new one too. A wave yeah. is created like in front of him. It looks really good. That looks cool. Yeah, that looks good. I didn't yeah. see his little scales poking out Dude, of the I'm water. Dude, I'm telling you. It's like... It, he looks like a marionette. Like they hung him from the ceiling. No he's like, way. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, no, stop I, it. You, you can't you, see him. It's just the water. It's just the water you moving. You can see the old man no the old man i'm talking about god's gojira okay i was talking the old man looks like a marionette oh, okay. they're dangling so yeah. he's approaching and the old man realizes holy crap i gotta get out of here he turns and runs and as he's running the the dock starts to like explode as godzilla is swimming underneath it mm -hmm. and it and it's just boom 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 and the man is running in front of the explosions. And I don't know on mine i i rented it on amazon so it was hd i don't know if that made a difference but mm -hmm. I, it looked really good. Like I, I didn't look. I didn't see the man's feet running on you know air. I just I, it looked great to me. So I bet you can find a clip online, and I would yeah. urge you to watch it. But the, I wouldn't be disappointed if movies like Independence Day that came out two years before that didn't have better visuals. Yeah, it didn't look better. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about that later, I'm sure. But this movie looks like hot garbage. In about <laughs> well, the after this, and, it does yeah. definitely. Um, but this was like it, it was just a small thing that bothered me. It looked kind of weird. It was like I, I know yeah. I get that it's hard to do. It's not easy, but still, it, it took me out. It was just kind of weird looking. Yeah. I don't know. I I'd love to try and figure out how they got that shot because green screen wasn't very big back then like they didn't have tech to make it look mm, good i mean i'm sure there was some sort of computer generation but definitely but i mean yeah i i think i i laughed out loud when i saw it so <laughs> I, we'll watch it after this okay. and i'll see if i can convince you. all right all right um after that um so there was this running gag that nobody can get nick's name right right but so, audrey so is cheap. the only one that gets it so cheap yeah and I don't know. It just feels like every. I probably wouldn't be bothered by it if everything else in the script was good, but because the script was so bad, it irked me. Yeah. I was like, you think this is so funny. Yeah. Or it's like, you know, this script sucks so bad yeah. that you're trying to make this funny. And it didn't even follow the rule of threes. They did it like five times. Yeah. It was like, just do it three times, get it over with. I I read that the designer of Godzilla, his last name was Tatopolis. And so it oh, was really? like, of, of this Godzilla. Mm hmm. And so that was their like nod to him. Well, there was that animated series you sent me after this, <laughs> there and was. it's the same character. Yeah, this uh, <laughs> this movie was followed up by an animated series. <laughs> it looks terrible. Uh, I don't know. It had like one season or something. If you have watched the Godzilla animated series, please write in and let us know how it was because it send looks. Us yeah, the VHS. We sent us VHS. Um, and um, Godzilla continues to just ravage the New York City. So he's like destroying everything. And um, it's at this point where they lose Godzilla. They're like, yep, where'd he go? Yeah, they're like, <laughs> where did this hundred foot tall lizard monster go? I mean, he could have gone in the water. That's true. He could have uh, gone in the water. How deep is the Hudson, do you think? I don't know. But he, <laughs> he does like a full on like Olympic dive into the Hudson at one point in the yeah. movie. <laughs> I think there are some things wrong with scale on this movie. I don't know. It's like, how do you lose a lizard? I guess he goes in the subway system. So yeah, that's maybe that makes sense. But I don't think that the tunnels are as vast as they make them. Well, they. I read that complaint too about like the subway tunnels. That's where you're gonna put Godzilla, is in the sub. But he burrows, like he digs through the concrete and creates these massive 
yeah like, wormhole things he burrows but there's like a there's a giant enough uh room kind of in the subway system for him to, for him to comfortably fit in and move around in yeah which is weird maybe he without like, anything crumbling maybe he dug it out like a fox you know what maybe. i'm saying uh, maybe he foxed his way in there i won't question <laughs> godzilla <laughs> godzilla can do anything man yeah. he's magical so we still have about an hour and a half of the movie left at this point. <laughs> oh, I just no. Say. It's a very <laughs> long movie. Um, and so Audrey gets the idea to go see Nick and get a story from him because she's still trying to advance her career. And she thinks that this can kind of be her in to get a story. Yeah. Um, so the Audrey plot just thickens, man. I'm just so excited to see where this goes. Um <laughs> This is where the French guy plants a bug on the mare. So he's like, he's talking to the mare, and it's kind of this dopey guy, kind of yeah. short, stout, which apparently was a nod to Ebert. Dude. Siskel and Ebert. Um, Just another thing that this movie does that makes no sense. Yeah. I think the director was mad about it. Uh, maybe his some other, other movies. movies commentary that he got. That's another fascinating piece of trivia, blah, blah, blah. We don't have time to explain, but basically it was like his nod to Siskel and Ebert. And the the mayor's name is Mayor Ebert. So yes, of <laughs> course it is. And his uh, when he stands in front of the, the city, he gives thumbs up, which is what Ebert and Siskel and Ebert did. And uh, his his assistant's name is Gene. So it's like Gene Siskel and Robert e Roger yeah. Ebert. And yeah, it's so dumb. Mm, yeah. uh, if you read my letterboxed review of this movie, which will be up when Good this plug. episode comes out, uh, I, I talk about how this movie is filled with bad pop culture references that don't go anywhere and this is one of them it, it's mm. just there for comedy but it's so stupid it doesn't yeah it doesn't I'm endear you to the film at all i'm sure like 10 people in the audience like blew air out of their nose like yeah he's <laughs> eating candy in a helicopter when the city's being destroyed yeah because he, he's like anxious uh-huh and his his partner grabs his hand and goes i thought we talked about no more candy till after the election he goes he's like Cool it, Gene, or yeah, he's like, or cool it, I'll eat candy whenever I want. Lay off, Gene, like and that, it, and yeah. it shows like the Siskel and Ebert relationship for a second. It's so stupid. Later on in the movie, the guy offers him candy, and he swats the bag yeah. away. So oh. this is the problem with the movie. There's just too many cute things that happen that don't have anything to do with the movie. Yeah, it's just I, extra crap. Because I think what makes Godzilla successful as a whole is like the sense of terror of a giant monster destroying your city, and there's nothing you can do. But this is like so campy and cutesy. Yeah. This is like the superhero flick of Godzilla movies. Right. Make it, it relatable. Like in Independence yeah. Day, the president of the United States is an amazing character in that yeah. film. And his family, like they have to make some serious decisions. They go through a lot. And it's mm -hmm. it's not a nod to freaking Siskel and Ebert. Why would yeah. you do this? It just, it's <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. Totally agreed. Um, and, and another weird thing about this scene where he plants the bug is that the the mayor is trying to calm down a bunch of like insurance holders. Okay. They like yeah. come out to the, 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 I guess they're like on Chelsea Piers or something. And, and they're like, well, what's going to happen to our buildings and stuff? It's yeah. like, okay, calm down. <laughs> and there's a hundred foot lizard. You're getting out of the city and yeah. you're not worried about your buildings. You're not worried about anything. Just get out. Maybe they didn't really know the scale of what was happening at this point, but I just thought it was a weird kind yeah. of thing. It seems like a disconnect from what would actually occur in the situation yeah i think at this point it was early because the the mayor may not have even seen godzilla yet yeah but i think you've been briefed at this point on what it was okay maybe yeah but it looked like this was just another part of the city like a speech he was making or something yeah and um 
Or actually, I think he saw him because he was giving a speech kind of in the financial district area, and then Godzilla destroyed a building, and he had to run away. Huh. So I, I think he had already seen Godzilla at this, <laughs> this point. This is how good it is that neither of us remember um, <laughs> what what the mayor saw. Or yeah, I did get a little bored from time to time, so maybe my eyes drifted a little bit. But I just remember thinking that was weird. Um, Godzilla is staying in the subway system, so the army kind of figures it out at this point that he's down there instead of maybe just like hiding in a building or something, I guess. I don't know. Um and so the general is just like, well, we're going to like cement fill everything or just blow up the subway system. <laughs> it's like, did you know how mad people would be even if you did kill the lizard after that? See, we have a special view on this movie <laughs> because we live in New York City. Yeah. Um, the seven train already doesn't work enough. <laughs> Seriously. I don't, don't need help. <laughs> we spend enough time waiting on the freaking subway here. Thanks, MTA. Yeah. Thanks, Cuomo. Yeah, but the the government in this film is just wholly inadequate. Yeah. W-H-O-L-L-Y, wholly inadequate. Yeah. I think they were trying to make some political commentary I think they on were. the uselessness of... I don't know. They, <laughs> they, they destroy everything. They blow everything up. They destroy so much more in this movie than Godzilla even gets close to destroying. Yeah. Like, he's just kind of... Honestly, he just kind of roams through the city. Mm-hmm. And the hey, dude, he's just, he's just a little lizard dude, trying to make a, it in the world. He's a highfalutin lizard, dude, <laughs> Roll, rolling through the city, rolling deep. You know, he's just there yeah. to like makes connections, go on a few dates, like yeah. go to some clubs. He's in the prime of his life and he got cut down. It's really sad. He did. And they just chase him around with helicopters and shoot missiles <laughs> and bullets and literally tear up. Yeah. This is like uh, the, the latest Superman movie, Destruction. Like mm-hmm. they destroy New yeah. York City. Yeah. Yeah. It would take. Um, Hundreds of years to repair the damage yeah. in this movie. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. Um, so Nico, sorry, Nick. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> Nick, being the smart guy that he is, says instead of blowing up the subway system, instead of filling it with cement, we're gonna have to draw him out. Yes, and so set he, a trap. And I wrote this dude loves worms because he also talks about worms again because he's like. To draw the worms out, I had to like use electricity or something. Well, he says, when I'm out hunting worms, (laughs) I don't go looking for them. I bring them to me. And it shows him in the beginning of the movie, he sticks uh, like a conductor in the mud and Mm -hmm. shoots an electric current through it. And it stimulates these worms. They like come to the surface because they're getting shocked. And that's how he gets worms. Yeah. So they do that with uh, Gojira by offering him a giant pile of fish. Giant, tasty plate of fish. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Probably like a, a ton of fish. Has he met Audrey yet at this point? Uh, I don't think mm, no. She he has not seen Audrey yet. He she hasn't gotten the video. Okay, no, not okay. yet. Um, yeah, but I gotta say the um, the how I get worms out of the ground ad you just did was good. Sounds oh, like th- a thank you. <laughs> sounds like a daytime ad or something. Thank you. Yes. Um, I'm I'm turning it into a a, a book. <laughs> how, how I get worms? How out I of get the worms out of the ground? Yeah, I would buy it. Um, so this. French people hate American coffee joke is <laughs> also just like this pervasive joke. I thought this was French roast. Uh. Yeah. And uh, what does the other guy say? He's like, oh, it's American. Uh, uh, the it's yeah. just like, it's so stereotypical French guy. It's offensive yeah. to the French people. It's offensive to Americans. We you know have, what? We have good coffee, man. I'm outraged, okay? <laughs> I'm, I am outraged at this coffee crap. Yeah. No, yeah. As, as I, I linked, so... A, a nod to Honest Trailers. I linked to their trailer in my review of this movie oh, on Letterboxd because it's so perfect. <laughs> yeah. they, they say, 
They say, and a group of French guys who are the Frenchiest French guys that ever <laughs> that ever Frenched. And it just shows every moment where they're like, oh, c'est quoi? Oh, croissant? Oh, yeah. oh. And it, it's so bad. Yeah, like, why are they so conceited? I don't know, but they're they're all smoking cigarettes. Yeah. They're all like, oh, like, it's so bad. So dude. not only is this director pointing out the inadequacy of leadership in New York, he's making fun of French people. <laughs> he's destroying a famous Japanese IP. Yes. Did this guy ever work again? Probably. Uh, yeah, he did. He made The Day After Tomorrow, which was a huge movie <laughs> after this film. And I let's check. I'm Honestly, he's known his four things that he's known for on on IMDb are Independence Day, good movie. Independence Day res, was it Resurrection or res, uh, uh, Resurgence? Re- resurgence. Uh Oh, he oh. Which is not good. And then Day After Tomorrow, which he's a, he's like a producer on all these, which is weird. Well, here, let's click on uh, director. Independence Day 3 is coming out. Kill is that me. really a thing? Kill me. It says oh it's announced. Gosh. Uh, White House Down. <laughs> <laughs> he did Eight-Legged Freaks, uh, man. 2012, 10,000 BC. Oh, my gosh. The Patriot? Really? Okay, The no Patriot's way. surprising. The Patriot's a great movie. Wow. So this guy has... Um, Two great credits, and then everything <laughs> else is kind of garbage. But uh, Universal Soldier, I don't know if you remember that movie with uh, Jean Claude Van Damme, but no, yeah, bad 90, 92. So you can imagine. So the two movies where he was most successful, he had like the least amount of dumb jokes and uh, political commentary. So that's yeah. like, yeah, he, here's a Makes perfect sense. here's a perfect description of Roland Emmerich. Roland Emmerich. Is Michael Bay before Michael Bay ever Michael Bayed? That's fair. There you That's go. Fair. Yeah, he's the pre-Michael Bay. He's what inspired Michael he Bay. He is. I think he is. That he has to be. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they draw Godzilla out with fish. Um. And so he comes out. Um. And and the weird thing I noticed about this was they show a map. I, I took this note too. <laughs> was it? It was Central Park, right? But he was near the Flatiron Building. Uh. Well, the. Okay, well, I don't know what your note is. Never yeah. mind. What's your note? My note is that there was a map that they showed, and he was like coming down the subway system, c- trying to get out of the subway system and come get this fish, right? But yeah. they showed a map, and it looked like it was Central Park near Columbus Circle, but then they showed the Flatiron Building. Okay. Which so, seems weird. I don't know. I, I, this scene takes place at the Flatiron Building. Yeah. Which is right by our office, yeah. by the way, which is cool. Like, literally on our street. Mm-hmm. But I, my note on the radar screen was... <laughs> Whatever engineers uh, in in the in the world of this movie took time to like make this radar screen, they added a giant like fish image. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh cool, you got there's like on the radar there's a big blinking fish where the pile of fish is, and I, mm-hmm. I just thought I just laughed. I was like, yeah. who who had time to do that? That's good programming. It's just <laughs> yeah. that's just good forethought. Like hey, good for you guy. Like whoever made this uh, fish radar. Yeah, cool. hey man if we don't get that visual knowledge we'll forget what's there we'll forget what godzilla is going after because we as the consumer are idiots and you know what for the guy in the world of this movie who made that fish matt nothing is worth doing unless you do it right (laughs) you know what i mean yeah i get you yeah (laughs) good for you man (laughs) um so godzilla comes out and he's like being nice to nick he kind of gets really close to him and like sniffs his face and very sweet, just tender, oh, loving scene. We're creating some sympathy for Godzilla. Exactly. Uh, the cops want to shoot it, so they like raise their guns and and you know there's like commands like get ready to shoot missiles at it or whatever. 
And uh, Nick, Nick, uh, it's just like puts a hand up and he's like, no, don't, don't, don't do it. Um, but they do. And so they, they <laughs> launch missiles at him. Um, and so he gets scared and runs away. And he's also a ninja lizard because every yeah. missile or grenade that they throw, he ducks yeah. or he dodges or he just runs off. Yeah. Well, the important thing, Gabe, is that the missiles cannot lock on to Godzilla You're right. because he is a uh, cold-blooded, cold-blooded uh, lizard animal. That's right. And so heat-seeking technology cannot trace his body. Yeah. So this is before they realize that. Yeah. Because they do this again with helicopters they mm-hmm. shoot heat-seeking missiles and they can't lock on they think they do but in this scene they destroy the flat iron building yeah they, they blow it up yeah and it's funny to watch i think they destroy the empire state building too they don't they, they? Uh, they rip the top of the chrysler building oh off. chrysler building yeah <laughs> yes because the mayor's like that's the chrysler that's building the freaking chrysler building <laughs> um but yes they, godzilla all he does dude it's so lame he just kind of like crouches and these mm-hmm. missiles go over his head and blow up the Flatiron building. It's so <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, it looks pretty funny. Uh, this is where Audra and Nick finally meet up. So Nick is um, buying pregnancy tests at a local bodega that's still open. It's still open. Yeah, it's the still person's operate. just working. It's, hey, it's New York, man. It's New York, dude. You cannot get off of your daily grind. No, so you can't. He buys all these um, pregnancy tests because he wants to test. Uh, did he find like a liquid or did he, what did he find? Uh, urine. Urine. Pee-pee. Okay. He wants to see if it, Godzilla's pregnant. Yeah. Um, just a hunch that he has. You know, he's a smart guy. Yeah. Um, and so he like invites her back to his place um, that he's staying at, his like tent that he has. But we don't know if they're going to because there's some tension because Audrey um, did not accept his engagement uh, eight years ago when they were dating. Um, and so she like, she's like, are you still mad about this? And then Matthew Broderick's like, um, I guess, I don't know. And it's like Matthew Broderick kind of like unsuspecting weird guy tone. And then he's like, no, you know what? You want to come for tea in my tent? (laughs) And so they meet in the tent and he's testing the pregnancy test and he finds out that Godzilla is pregnant and that he's probably asexual. He, she, I don't know what Godzilla is. He, he has laid eggs or he will lay eggs. Yeah. So, um, they refer to him as he because, oh, do they? Uh, yeah, the whole movie, it's a he. Oh, it's okay. an asexual. Hey, dude, this was 1998. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Godzilla doesn't identify as a he, yeah, dude. Yeah, how, okay. how dare you put that label on him? <laughs> yeah, so, um, he leaves. Why does he leave? He leaves the tent and leaves her alone. He leaves because he has to run and share the news oh, okay. that Gojira is pregnant. Gotcha. But I, I just want to hop back for two seconds, yeah. really, really fast. That scene that you just mentioned, I'm glad you mentioned it because. Audrey meets him outside of this drugstore, and she's like, wow, you must have quite the harem as he's buying oh, all yeah. these pregnancy tests. <laughs> and he's like, oh, Audrey, uh, uh, and they meet and they talk. And you're exactly right. She's like, she goes, are you still mad at me for that? Mm-hmm. Whatever she did. I, I didn't know he had proposed to her. He proposed to her, and she denied the engagement. Okay. She goes, are you still mad at me for that, Nick? That was eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And he pauses, and he goes, you're right. That was eight years ago. I'm not <laughs> mad anymore. <laughs> it's just like all is forgiven. Like, yeah. hey, it doesn't matter. There is no tension in this movie. <laughs> you destroyed my life and my soul. But you know what? You're right. Hey, yeah. time heals everything. Eight hey, years man. ago, no bitterness. We're let's just let's go have tea in my tent. Matthew's a reasonable guy. <laughs> He's a reasonable guy. <laughs> so anyway, okay, I just had to mention that. But yeah, no, that, everything happens too easily in this movie. Too easily. Yes. Yeah. So it, now they're back in the tent. He leaves, and she. Steals. Yeah. She steals a tape that says "top secret" in red 
first sighting. Yeah, which if you're ever going to hide something, make sure you write top secret on it so yeah. everybody knows that uh, you shouldn't take it. But yeah. then it's so enticing. All of my stuff is out in the open, That's <laughs> but it's labeled top secret yeah, that yeah. I don't want people to steal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the only reasonable human thing to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> so she takes this top secret tape. It is footage of them finding Godzilla's first footprint. Them uh, Also, again, Gojira. Gojira. The same clip from the earlier. The same clip. This yep. is all just strung together on a VHS sitting in his room. I'm sorry. It's just so absurd and dumb. It is. Um, And there's a... Okay. This scene, I shouldn't mention it. But it's just so dumb and out of place that I have to. Please, please go. So there are two military army men walking in this, I guess, subway tunnel. Or maybe it's in the sewage system. I don't know. They're just doing rounds, I guess, or trying to find Godzilla. Just two dudes just Mm -hmm. walking around trying to find Godzilla. And they approach the end of this tunnel, but it looks like it's barricaded or blocked off by like maybe debris fell or something. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, all right, nothing's here. And they both turn around, <laughs> and an eye opens. So first of all, it's his eye. The big wall is his eye. Yeah. Okay. So it's Godzilla's eye, and yeah. you see his pupil, and it yeah. dilates a little yeah. bit. So first of all, why are these two dudes looking for Godzilla? Second of all, why is Godzilla's <laughs> eye just stuck to a pipe, closed? <laughs> and then when they turn around, he just opens it. Dude, because I already told you this, he's a ninja lizard, and he's hiding. He's sitting there hiding, and as soon as they leave, he's like, wink. Dude, he's got he's got six cents, man. He, he just does. he knows when everyone's gonna do everything, just so he can set up a clever uh, moment for All, screen. Also, though, uh, another note: you, he they they mistakenly make his scale like five times bigger in that one scene. The tunnel that these guys are in is massive. Yeah, true. Yeah, and they so like if based on how big his eye was in this <laughs> scene, he would have been probably twice as big. Yeah. But they and it's just weird. It's just you're right. It's just like a cool scene of like, oh, he's a he's a sneaky lizard. It's almost he's like sneaky. it's almost like they didn't think these things out. Mm. Mm. Um, Nick tells the military that Godzilla is asexual and ha- may have laid eggs somewhere in the city. Yes. Um, they watch a news reports. So they're all oh like wait wait room. sorry. And then we have to have the we have to have the necessary line as we do in all these old crappy '90s movies. Oh mm. uh, well, he's asexual. And this annoying redhead oh. <laughs> goes, well, that's no fun. Yeah, what's the fun in that? What's the fun in that? <laughs> she's like this, such an annoying character. Yeah. Which, which is why we haven't mentioned her. Well, she's just like the friend of Hank Azaria. We haven't even talked about Hank Azaria. No, no, no. He... She, she's not a friend. She's a researcher. She's, she's working. Oh, oh, her. Th- this is yeah. the lady who. I totally forgot about she her. She totally like awkwardly hits on Matthew Broderick in the first 15 minutes of the movie. She's like, well, you're cute. You think she might be the love <laughs> interest, but no, you are mistaken. No, they just use her for like awkward interactions and that's it. Oh, man. Yeah. I'll move on. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So uh, they're in a briefing room. This is where he's telling them. And then they just have the news on, I guess, because they're just monitoring what's happening on the news. And there's a news report where they mention Nick by name. And that also um, that, you know, Godzilla, they mention what he is. They mention that he's probably asexual and has laid eggs and stuff. So they basically just spill everything to the public. Which the military and the government have been trying to keep a little bit secret at this point. Yes. Uh, who knows why? I would like to know what was happening in New York <laughs> if this was happening. Yeah. Uh, just don't want to incite paranoia, even though half the city has been destroyed. But 
Um, so everyone kind of turns and looks at Nick because they mentioned him by name and a lot of information that only he knows at this point that he just told them. You went to the press? Yeah, and so everyone's mad, but he he puts it together. He's like, no, I I didn't. Uh, <gasps> uh, and he's like, oh, Audrey. Oh, oh dang. She, she must have taken it. Yeah. Oh, the tape. It was... Uh, uh, and he gets kicked off the project. Um. And then Audrey apologizes to Nick, like as he's leaving, he's like packing his stuff and getting out. And she's like, I'm sorry for what I did. And he's like, you know what? I just can't. I, he's like, I thought you were my friend. I trusted you. <laughs> it's the most half-hearted apology too. It's like, I just needed a story and I'm sorry. And like, you stole everything. You, yeah. you got me fired. I would have been a lot more mad. If Matthew Broderick in real life was anything like these characters in his movie, I would hate to be his friend or his lover <laughs> because I could never tell if he was being sincere. Because he just always sounds like really sad all the time. He's just he's always he's perpetually disappointed in you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man! Did and you... I just I wish you were his lover. I'm just glad <laughs> you said that. <laughs> hey man, you know he's a great guy. <laughs> he's a great guy. We saw him on Broadway. Yeah, uh, we did. And last Sylvia. Year. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was a good show. Yeah, he was good in that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was he? I, I don't, don't know. know. I liked him. He's good in like a few movies, but yeah, yeah. Uh, producers. Probably just it. Yes. Ferris Bueller. Too. <laughs> yeah, Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Um, so Philippe Roche uh, kidnaps Nick on his way to the airport. He wants to find the nest too. So we still don't know what's happening with the French guys at this point, but now we learn that the uh, French island was probably responsible for the radiation leaking out that the French island and creating Godzilla. So this yeah. guy just... A lot, a lot of nuclear tests. Yeah. So this guy just feels an obligation to, uh, you know, remedy that. Yeah. The French government doesn't... They know something's up and they're like, basically, if this monster lays eggs, it can take over the human race and become the dominant species. And so they want to try and stop it. Mm -hmm. That's who these French people are. Uh, another dumb joke is they have all these weapons and Matthew Broderick oh, walks yeah. in and says, how did you get all these weapons? And then this is, uh, this is America. You <laughs> can buy anything this here. Is America. You can buy anything here. Oh, ha, ha. yeah. Poisson. Um, lots of air out of my nose for sure. So Hank Azaria. Now we'll finally talk about him because now he's going to be in the movie. Hey, Hank. Hank Azaria tells Audrey where Nick is. He like followed him earlier from um where he was giving the briefing. Oh he, yeah. He knows that he was kidnapped or you know taken by somebody. Um, and so Hank says that's how Audrey can make it up to Nick. By helping him, and uh, what did he want to do? What did Hank want to do? He wanted to like film it. Uh, yeah. So, so Hank sees Nick, or he he realizes Nick gets fired. He follows him to try and talk some sense into like, I guess, just to like stop him from leaving. Yeah. Um, realizes he's oh now he's working with the French government, whatever. And so he goes to Audrey and says, he 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 spies on these French guys talking to Matthew Broderick. Mm -hmm. they are going to go and try and find the nest tonight uh, you know when no one's looking for him so he goes to Audrey and he's like hey the Frenchmen are going to go looking for the nest we should follow them and get it all on film mm -hmm. and like document it because no one else is doing that so that's why so yeah. he goes back home and gets Audrey who is like sulking because she <laughs> crying ruins, in her she, bed she ruins Nick ruined Nick's life and it's a really bad acting scene mm -hmm. and so then she goes with him that's why okay so they go to help Nick um, the Frenchies and Nick get past a guard to get into the subway, uh, in like, you know, just another dumb way. Like the two French guys that he's with are just chewing gum very loudly, which I guess is their impression of what Americans do. Oh yeah. They put gum in their mouth to look more American. Yeah. They're just That's chewing, they they're just chewing loudly. And then he like 
the guard is like questioning them and Matthew Broderick speaks because he's the English or the American guy. Um, and then the two French guys are quiet, but then he asks them and then, and then, uh, Philippe Roche just starts quoting American movies. Oh yeah. He goes, he doesn't, uh, yeah. He does like an Elvis quote. Yeah, Broderick he... is in the passenger seat and he speaks up to the guard and he's like, oh, well, L- Lieutenant whatever asked for us. And he goes, mm-hmm. I wasn't talking to you. And he talks to the, the driver, Philippe, Philippe Roche. Philippe Roche. And he, he quotes Elvis. Yeah. Uh, he's like... Um, I can't remember what the quote was, to be he's honest. He's like, all right, we'll go ahead and go through. And he's like, well, thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah and then he, and he looks at Matthew Broderick. He's like, Elvis, he was the king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funnier when you do it. You should have just done this whole movie. Yeah. I'm gonna reenact this whole film for an episode, <laughs> for a special bonus episode. Uh, Godzilla, sweeted. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the Navy at this point is waiting for Godzilla um, in the in the Hudson, or I guess yeah, the Hudson. Yeah. Um, and he like because they chase him in the subway, and so he gets out and he's scared and he jumps in the water, and the Navy yeah. just like torpedoes him to death. Yeah, they're like, well, okay, so he he runs and does a perfect dive, a yeah, Luganus, Olympic dive, Olympic dive <laughs> off the dock. Uh, into ten, the ten out of ten, and uh, and then they're like, well, don't worry, we got a little surprise waiting for him down there, and there's a freaking nuclear sub, <laughs> and they shoot some torpedoes, and it's like a ten minute sequence of Godzilla swimming around, yeah, and he turns back around and goes towards the submarine, like he's approaching the submarine, <laughs> ah, and then his back scale. Claws through the sub, yeah. and then the missiles hit the sub. Yeah, once again proving that he is a ninja lizard from <laughs> from the old days. He's a master. <laughs> he must have, he learned all these techniques. I don't know where, but yeah. Um, and here here I just want to note: mm-hmm. every time the army screws something up in this movie, and they lose the lives of our American soldiers, <laughs> <laughs> and they 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 like kill people, and they get these buildings destroyed. It cuts back to the like control room where they're all hanging out, devastated, like, and they're just like, "Oh man!" Oh, like dang. they're just mad. Ten people just died, <laughs> and like it's like, "Sir, we lost Eagle One. <laughs> Sir, we lost Eagle Two. Sir, we lost." And like it does that fifty times, and yeah. every time it's just the same guy like hitting a table, and he's like, "Ah, oh. yeah." Uh, human life is, indispen- <laughs> is, is dispensable. No consequence. Yeah. It's just like, "Oh man, let's try again." And then at the end, spoiler: when they finally succeed, it's like. That's a damn fine job, Colonel. Like, oh, and you're like, no, it's not. What you don't see is the giant funeral parade they have for everyone that died <laughs> right, after this for yeah. like three weeks. They had to bury everyone they murdered in this. It took them a long time. All right, so we are getting into the last part of the movie. There is still 30 minutes of this movie, and it is basically all action. Um, yeah. So I'm going to just kind of hit all these points, and then we'll give our final thoughts. Yes. Um. So the uh, Frenchies and Nick find that all the eggs uh, Godzilla left behind, they're in Madison Square Garden. They arm all the explosives on all of these eggs. Audrey and Animal, who is Hank Azaria's character, are also in uh, Madison Square Garden. And the babies start hatching. And so they freak out and they run away. Uh, 30 minutes of Godzilla baby ch- babies chasing and eating people. So they're hungry. And- they're hungry. They just got out of their eggs. They're brand new. 30 minutes of a Jurassic Park ripoff scene. Yeah. A Velociraptor kitchen scene, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They like they take popcorn from the vending like area. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. It's just lame. Yeah. Uh, Animal, Audrey, Nick, and Philippe work, uh, find a working broadcasting equipment in the booth of Madison Square Garden. Someone puts them on air that, that Audrey knows in like a truck outside. 
Uh, and Nick tells the world that Godzilla's babies are out and they'll take over. And I, I know you're trying to hurry here, yeah. but I have two quick hits. That's fine. Go for it. So <laughs> as we go back, the babies have hatched. They're chasing everyone all throughout Madison Square Garden before they let, get their message out. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, Philippe gives Matthew Broderick a cell phone and he says, you have to call this number and tell the government to blow up Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, okay. So he gives him the phone. He's like, 555-2431 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So he calls the number and Broderick has a cell phone and he goes, it's busy. <laughs> and the Frenchman goes, try again. And so Broderick hangs the phone up, <laughs> runs over to a payphone, mm-hmm. puts a quarter in it, dials the same <laughs> number and goes, I can't get through here either. <laughs> but it's the same number. Yeah. It's just a different phone. Why did he just, do that? Somebody was on the internet. They couldn't get kicked off their <laughs> their modem connection. Oh my god. I was like, wait, it's it's this, it's just a phone number. Not, it doesn't matter. Why did you try a different phone? Like yeah. you could have he could have run and call I mean, whatever. So that was one funny note. And then the second note is they get to the broadcast booth. Basically, uh, the news station uses this booth to like broadcast uh, Nick Nick's games, mm-hmm. and so Audrey goes. They walk in, and she goes, "The network is on an internet. It's a direct feed into our computer system." <laughs> so this is '98, which just kind of means nothing. This is like AOL. Yeah, the network is on an internet. Yes. So I just wanted to make that point. Yeah, uh, it's great. Maybe she meant internet. Yeah, she could have meant intranet. Yeah. But she didn't say that. <laughs> I think the internet was like a hot thing, man, back back in these days. Oh yeah, it, I don't it, even, it was semi new. I think the internet as we know it was like ninety six, seven, yeah, somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah. So it was still the network is on an internet. Yeah. <laughs> but I, maybe she meant to say intranet. I don't know. She probably turned around to the director like ten times. And was like, what does this mean? <laughs> What's an intranet? <laughs> Um, so the crew narrowly escapes Madison Square Garden before it gets detonated, detonated obviously. Um, and it's kind of funny how they get out. Like they, they walk in the main kind of reception area for Madison Square Garden, yeah. and there's all these chandeliers, and the baby raptors are just all around Everywhere. them. Everywhere. And the way they get out is they shoot the chandeliers, they fall to the ground, and for like five seconds, the lizards are stunned. They're like, like jump back. Ugh. Yeah, like, the lizards, oh, a chandelier. lizards are like, whoa, bro, what is that, dude? <laughs> And so they do this four times to get out of the room. Just kind of like a dumb They thing. would have gotten so eaten. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, but it's Gojira, so they have to and get out. And these puppets, too, dude. Like, yeah. big old dinosaur puppets. <laughs> just bad. I would love to be one of those actors. That Me, too. Be in the, in the I want to rewatch it slowly and see if I can see, like, arms and hands <laughs> and stuff. Like, yeah. I'm sure you'll see something. Um, so we assume that everyone is dead. Not everyone, but all the lizards are dead. Because they bombed the building, yes. yes. Yeah, but uh, Godzilla rises from the uh, ashes in Madison Square Garden. In Madison Square Garden, even though he was in the, he was in the river mm-hmm. when the, because the submarine did hit him. Yeah. Uh, he was hit by missiles. He, yeah. he was. Yeah. And we thought he died. Yeah, but, but yeah. he was not dead. He sees his uh, baby, Godzilla's. <laughs> his, to- all... his toasty marshmallow baby that's been burnt yeah. to a crisp. So he like, he like nudges it with his nose. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and is it that point where it explodes? Where what explodes? Madison Square Garden. No, 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 this is post-explosion. Oh, they, yeah. Because it's a dead dinosaur baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Godzilla comes up out of the middle of it, like he traveled back to the subway, mm-hmm. came up out of the garden, and he 
bends down and they go, they're like, what do we do now? And the French guy goes, to run would be a good idea. And then they just, and then <laughs> oh, they run. And yeah. then we have like a 30 minute cab yeah. chasing sequence. That was long, dude. It was long. It, it wasn't 30 minutes, but it was like five or 10. Yeah. Which I mean, is yeah. too long. Yeah. And, and that cab would not have, the shocks on that thing were gone. Like, I don't know how that thing <laughs> yeah. survived. They, Pop tires. And... I hope you're going to talk about this. They, they go into Godzilla's mouth. He, he gets the cab in his mouth at one point. I must have missed that. What? I must have been writing something. What Bro, happens? Okay. <laughs> they are like dodging Godzilla in the most ridiculous ways, driving yeah. down the streets of New York in this yellow cab. This cab is beat up. It's it's fixated on a cab. It wants to eat them. Yeah. Somehow they're up on a bridge uh and he tricks them cuz he's a tricksy lizard and he's a ninja <laughs> lizard and yeah. he comes up from underneath the bridge and opens up his mouth and swallows the car. Mm-hmm. And it's in the, it's in their mouth in his mouth. He's swallowing it, and so the French guy's gunning it, trying to drive the car out of his mouth, <laughs> even though they're like fifteen stories in the air. Yeah. So Broderick uh, sees uh, they're they're in his mouth in a bad movie set with like mm-hmm. teeth all around them. He sees a, a electrical wire hanging down, you know, because Godzilla has eaten like I don't know, like a piece of concrete and like other stuff, and there's this electrical wire, and he grabs it and sticks it up into. The, his gums like up between a tooth mm-hmm. and Godzilla's gums and he's like gun it go 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 and because <laughs> it shocks you know like it burns his mouth or whatever yeah and then they drive out of his mouth and like like you know like dare like evil Knievel like jump <laughs> out of his mouth back onto the bridge yeah and and that's how they escape I maybe I skipped it <laughs> I'm very, I don't know how you could have missed that scene. I'm uh, I'm like ninety percent sure. But <laughs> that's how they live. Basically, they shock him in his gums with, yeah. with like a telephone wire, and then they kill him on the bridge, right? Yeah, and he's trapped in the the cable, the suspension cables yeah. on the Brooklyn Bridge. And they finally <sighs> pump him full of missiles, and kill then, him, and he's dead. And we think it's over, but jokes on you because there's one egg left in Madison. One Square egg Garden left in this little room that hatches. And yeah, it hatches at the end. Yeah. And that's the movie. That's it. <laughs> oh, I mean, he does kiss Audrey at one point. They like have a very awkward, like forced kiss. This might be the worst uh, love story. You just don't care. Yeah. At all. It's probably the worst that I've ever seen. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. 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 All right. You first? Me first? Y- you first. <laughs> me first. Okay. Um, so my main problems with the movie, uh, there are a lot of them. Um, so I'll try to keep it concise, but the special effects, like I said, um, the, maybe like the first 30 minutes like we talked about earlier are pretty good. A lot of the, the water, the ocean stuff looks pretty convincing. Mm -hmm. Um, but once you get into the CGI, it just, it's not, it doesn't work. And I understand that you have to use CGI in a movie like this because there's absolutely no way that you could do something to this scale with this much detail with models. Yeah. Um, but when you have things that have come out two years before, like Independence Day, that use more practicals but still made things look convincing when they did have to use CGI, I can't take it easy on this movie. When the helicopter, we didn't talk about it, but when the helicopters are chasing him through the city, it looks like a really cheap amusement park ride oh. at like Six Flags or something. It just does not look good. Also, there's a scene I counted. I had to pause it because it was so ludicrous. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where I counted and I. There's probably more. I counted 14 Apache helicopters <laughs> in like 
a New York City street, you know, yeah. between two buildings. Yeah. 14. Yeah, no, no, no. No. no maybe way. like Park Avenue or something. Maybe, like maybe. <laughs> yeah. But oh my gosh, ridiculous. Yeah. There's a lot of issues with scale as well. I just felt like they lost sight of how big things were. Yeah. Um, especially now living in New York, I understand how things work. And even though this is about a giant, Godzilla creature that was created by radiation and would never happen in, in real life. There still had to be some relatability and some believability to the way that things fit. Yeah. Um, and just the love story is just terrible. It's just shoehorned in there. Um, Audrey won a Razzie. Totally deserved. She's very bad. I think Matthew Broderick probably could have won a Razzie as well. Yeah. Maybe he had too much star power at that time to like really be in the running. Yeah. But I don't know. There are just so many throwaway characters that are supposed to be important. So many pop culture jokes that are just not funny. I don't care if it's 1998. If you thought that was funny in 1998, <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully your sensibilities have changed because it just wasn't good. Uh, all in all, I don't think it's worth a watch. Um, I think it'd be a waste of two hours and 20 minutes of your time because that's how long this movie is. Wow. And when movies get over two hours, they have to be amazing or I just hate them because I think that they're yeah. just totally wasting my time. So, 1998 Godzilla, don't watch it. It's bad. Watch a different Godzilla. Watch an original. That's my take. Yeah, so I'm going to have to agree with you on that. Uh, I My rating is don't watch it unless you just want to watch a funny, bad movie. I, that, I feel like that's going to be my take on a lot of this stuff. I don't even know if it's funny, bad, man. Yeah, it's just it, bad. Because it's so long. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. I don't think it would be that enjoyable, even with a group of friends. Yeah. Um, I said this on Letterboxd, but this is Jurassic Park with um, terrible writing, mm -hmm. terrible dialogue, thin characters, empty character relationships. You don't care about anybody. It's just campy and silly. It could have been cool. I mean, like I, re I really just wish it could. It just could have been such a cool movie. Mm -hmm. How how could this not be a cool movie? It's a giant lizard attacking New York. Like, make something cool out of it. You did that with Independence Day. You made characters relatable. You had a great script, um, and this could have been similar, but it's just not. It's flat, and it's empty, and it's just spectacle. It's so ridiculous, so much destruction, bad pop culture references that are not funny, that don't make any sense. Uh, so I agree. It has some good effects in the beginning, but man, it, the CGI does not hold up, especially when it get, gets to those baby dinosaurs running around everywhere. It's pretty rough. Um, it's just not good. It's yeah. not good, so don't watch it. Speaking of Michael Bay, as of earlier, um, we might go see Transformers. Uh, oh, we're definitely going to go see it. <laughs> so maybe look out for a mini-sode on that. Yeah. Um, but that when you said spectacle, that's immediately what I thought of. It's like those kinds of movies yeah. now. Those, those are the movies. Those are the Godzillas now. Those huge $140 million budget movies that just totally rely on visuals and being quote-unquote fun Fun. Which is like such an annoying buzzword in movies to me. <laughs> it's like it doesn't you matter. Hate it. I don't mind it. You hate it. It doesn't matter how many like explosions and giant robot monsters you throw at me. It won't be fun if it's not good. Yeah, but, uh, I don't know. I it's just I wrote even for a monster movie. There's too much destruction. Yeah, and because it's all done by the they make they make the government look like a bunch of morons. And yeah, maybe they are. Hey, Who knows? Maybe, maybe I don't know. Was, hey, maybe they are. That was the commentary. Um, yeah, Godzilla and, did nothing wrong. 
there's a character, O'Neill. He's like this army captain, and he's like this bumbling idiot. We didn't mm-hmm. talk about him at all, but every scene he's in, he's like this insecure, like, oh, uh, 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 yes, sir. Uh, uh, uh. And yeah. he's like the main guy in charge underneath the colonel or whatever, mm-hmm. the general. He gets the congratulations at the end, too. Yeah. He gets like yeah. a close up. <laughs> Damn fine, good job. And he's it's like, just him smiling. Affirmative, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All uh, right. Yeah, this is bad. Yeah. Well, that is Godzilla. So now. Gojira. Now, 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 we will get into our weekly game show. Guess that quote! Welcome to Guess That Quote! There can only be one podcast. One podcast. One podcast. All right, Gabe, what is the score? It's like 10 to 7. Oh man, really? I think it's ten to seven. I brought it today. I'm n- no mercy for you. <laughs> no mercy. Okay. All right. Well, you might get. This, I'm down. Actually, I also, <laughs> I think I think I know what we did incorrectly last time. So we have three clues. So we give our quote. There is twenty seconds, and then we give our first clue. Twenty seconds, we give our second clue. Twenty seconds, we give our third clue, and that's at zero. And so you get one final clue, and you have one last guess. And if you don't get it, that's when you get zero points. So you technically get four guesses. Yeah, four guesses. Yeah. Okay. We've just never gotten that far. So. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're figuring this out as we go. Yeah. So who who went first last time? I don't remember. Uh, I don't either. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, everyone. All right. I'll go first. I'll give you the quote. You're, you'll give me the quote. I'm giving you the quote. Right. Uh, I don't have my timer. Uh, I, I got you. You got it? We're um, always prepared here at the Rewind Cinema Podcast. I'm ready. All right. So start it after I give the quote. Um, Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Wow. (laughs) Dang. All right. Thanks, okay? Finally, (laughs) after last week when I got like 42nd Street, a movie from the (laughs) 30s that literally only you have watched. No, no, no. Okay, so... There may be a trend now where I'm picking quotes from actors in the movies. Oh, a uh, little clue. Make it a little bit easier. But yeah, okay. I, that was quick. Hey, thanks. <laughs> no problem, Thank dude. You. I just wanted to spot you some points because I felt sure, bad. Sure, sure you did. I felt bad for you. I'm about to crush you into the ground right now, so right. I hope you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. You ready? Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna try and um, act this as well as I can. Okay. It's kind of a long quote. Do you find me sadistic? You know, I bet I could fry an egg on your head right now if I wanted to. You know, kiddo, I'd like to believe that you're aware enough, even now, to know that there's nothing sadistic in my actions. Well, maybe towards those other jokers, but not you. No, kiddo, at this moment, this is me at my most masochistic. This could be any number of movies. Um, <laughs> oh, man. It's not 42nd Street. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. That was going to be my first guess. Um, masochistic. He says kiddo a lot. But he's condescending. And he has somebody in a place. Um, 20 Do okay. I stop it at 20 seconds? Stop it at 20 seconds. Okay. okay so uh, my first guess is Silence of the Lambs. No. Oh, my gosh. All so, right. Do you get a clue now? Yeah, clue. Um, (laughs) 
Okay, David Carradine. I don't know if you. Oh my gosh. Know who that is? No. Um. That's the that's the person saying the line. Yeah. Which is a pretty heavy clue. I'm sure it is. I just don't know who that is. I bet you'll get it on my next clue. Hopefully. Oh god. All right. Well, any guess is gonna be a shot in the dark now. Um. He's not in seven, which is what I was gonna say. Um. So you're we're we're stopped here at forty seconds. You, yeah. You can uh, guess. Um. Uh. uh Babe Pig in the city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is not Babe Pig in the city. Um. Right. Uh, okay. Quentin Tarantino. Ooh. Is it Pulp Fiction? Nope. Oh my gosh. Um, so we're not at 60 seconds yet, but I'll give you my next clue. I'm going to get a zero on this. I can tell. Next clue is Uma Thurman. Well, okay. So do I have to get the number right? No. Okay. Kill Bill. Yes. Okay. Kill Bill. Because <laughs> <laughs> I realize she's in Pulp Fiction too, so that yeah. could have been confusing. But yeah. Kill Bill. All right. Volume one. Cool. All right. So I get one point for that. You got one point. That's okay. One minute. That, that was hard. That was very hard. But as we always say, this game should be hard. This game should be hard. You never know what to expect with Guess That Quote. You never know what to expect. You might get zero points. You never know, man. But right now, it's 11 to 10. Yeah. So I caught up. You caught sort up. Of, sort of. You caught up. Uh, you might get the next one. I'm a little worried about it, but I think maybe not. So, okay. All right. So, uh, if you want to find us on the social media platforms, you can find us on Twitter at Rewind Cinema Pod, Facebook at Rewind Cinema Pod. You can email us at Rewind Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. And you can find music today from Natural Anthem at naturalanthem.net. Mm hmm. And uh, that's it, man. And as always, everyone, watch more movies. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah.